Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're in 2 Corinthians today, chapter 2, and we're going to begin in verse 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Paul the Apostle, writing to the church in Corinth, says this, Now when I came to Troas for the good news of Christ, and when a door was opened to me in the Lord, I had no relief for my spirit because I didn't find Titus my brother, but taking my leave of them, I went out into Macedonia. Now, As Paul has been writing thus far, this great exercise of unity that is playing out in the beginning of his letter, Paul now moving to detail exactly what had transpired to keep him from visiting these believers there in Corinth as he had planned. Now, Troas held an auspicious place, if you will, in Paul's history. It was there that God had made his call upon Paul to come and preach the gospel in a place called Macedonia. It was that call that resulted in really a whole new advance for Christ and the kingdom of God. Now note this beauty in these simple words. A door was open to me in the Lord. A door was open to me in the Lord. It is in those words that we find really the secret of success even for us today, individually in the call upon our lives, as well as the direction for our church, and really, I hope, every church in every endeavor that is embraced. Paul's spirit, it seems, was restless. He was called to this place, but did not find his friend there as he expected to. Look, circumstances for Paul and many of us can relate were less than easy and certainly far from comfortable. We don't like to think that God works that way, don't we? But he can, and he does. In fact, he so often simultaneously pushes and pulls. Now, as a word of warning, if it's just a push, one should be suspect that it is not the hand of God at all, but actually the hand of Satan that is doing the pushing. Now, God may nudge us out of a comfortable chair indeed, but he always leads us forward into his plans also. Verse 14, going on in our reading, he says, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and reveals through us the sweet aroma of his knowledge in every place. You know, many people will claim Often that God is leading when in reality all they have is an unexplainable push from behind or maybe just an uncomfortable chair. And that's the motivation. Often the truth behind our call from God, quote unquote, well, is simply a difficult situation or or a problem we don't want to face. But you see, God leads and his leading will prove to be a blessed triumph. How often we claim God told us to do something, and then the whole thing turns into a train wreck. The truth is, we need to be very careful saying, God told me something. I certainly have seen some false calls that were fully manifested, and you know it always turns out pretty ugly. 
Rarely do we repent of those kind of train wrecks because to do so would mean we would have to eat crow and that level of perceived embarrassment is often not palatable to most of us. One has to wonder then how many people are out there today entrenched in such a manner while not willing to repent of their own pride or some past action. Verse 14 reiterates God who always leads us. In doing so, we ultimately prove such by our success on the other side. For on such a faithful journey, we should be able to smell the Lord's presence every step of the way, whether it be a difficult or an easy journey. Verse 15 says, We are a sweet aroma of Christ to God in those who are saved and in those who perish. To the one, a stench from death to death, and to the other, a sweet aroma from life to life. Who is sufficient for these things? It seems clearly here that Paul understood what was at stake. This all, you see, was not mere theory for the Apostle Paul, for he had traveled that road and he knew what was out there. He knew what we all must ultimately know, and that is that some will embrace the gospel, God's grace and forgiveness, and therefore we will and be embraced as his messengers. However, on the same time, to some of us, we are the aroma of death to these people. Even our very presence reminds them constantly of their sinful state and their eventual and ultimate end and they're going to hate us for it. We are the aroma of life that some will embrace, and we are the aroma of death which others will defy, flee, or even lash out against. This is why some will spend their whole lives actually fighting against a God they say that doesn't even exist. In wrapping up this chapter, verse 17, it says, For we are not, as so many, peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, we speak in Christ. So Paul was acknowledging that there were, and indeed there still is, many people out there who are deceiving other people. They may be talking the talk. They may be looking good in the light of comparison, but how many of them are hucksters only out for their own gain? Some are out for money, some for power, and others are simply there to gain position. But ultimately, they are just mercenaries, out to gather followers unto themselves. Now, Paul, he was laying this all out, and he was clarifying where he stood. He said, we speaking inside of God. We speak inside of God. That's bold, you know. Moreover, that's dangerous, unless you're sure about where you stand. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.